This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are super excited to be with you today. And we've got Mr. Chevy sitting in his usual place. By the way, what kind of dog is Mr. Chevy? Why, I do, you, why do you not remember have that? Have a Sean. Have a Sean. Have a Sean. I don't understand have why you can't remember Sean. that. Have a Sean. I'll try to remember that. Have a Sean. Have a Sean. Have a Sean, which is Havanese and Bichon. Yes. And he is totally... He is so chilled. He's laying. He like, his eyes are halfway closed, so he's like. He's unbelievable. It's because Mama's rubbing his stomach right now. I know. His chest he's and tired. Belly, he's tired. He was he's so had, excited. He has had a hard day. When he saw this chair I come know. over to what your I, desk, he's <laughs> like, "Okay, this is it. This is Monday. This must be again. Monday." And then, and then you dilly daddled a while because you were doing some stuff. I was doing you laundry. You're taking care. Thank you, by the way, for doing You're welcome. that. It. I'm just saying, it's really. Amazing what you do around here. Well, thank you. Nothing would get done if I didn't do anything. Sorry, I should have said that. That's going to leave a mark. I know. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Chevy is chilled out, but he's happy to be here because he was as excited about doing the show as we are. Right. And we are excited that you are here listening. Thank you for trusting us with time, which is one of the most valuable assets we all have. Is time. And today's our first Day this bad is a huge day. Oh my gosh, it's already been a busy day though. Well, we didn't yeah. get to rest because we had a lot to do. And we'll explain a little bit about sabbatical because not everybody understands what that is. Some people think, to, "Oh wow, so you get an extended vacation? Good for you guys." No, vacations mean you're working so hard because you're doing so much that when you get back, you need a you vacation. Need a vacation. We're exactly. not doing that. No, no, we're a, resting. And it's based out of scripture in the book of, well, I mean, like in the Old Testament, there's two references to where God told the Israelites, the Hebrews, that every seven years they're to cease from their work and cease from their labors. And they're to let the land rest, which is kind of strange. We're not used to that kind of terminology, no. to let the land rest. But that's code for you have to rest. Right. And you have to trust me for your provision and trust me that everything, that as you take your hands off of things, I've got it under control. Right. Yeah. Although for me, the last two weeks have been pure... I mean, I have worked... Not just you. Me yes. and Mr. Chevy have been busy, too. Right, yeah. Okay, anyway, this is about me. I was so busy trying to get everything done <laughs> for our you. board and elders and staff and making sure everything was in alignment so that we could go. And by the time yesterday came, I was so exhausted after church. I know, I know it was I took crazy. a nap in the afternoon, and then I was asleep early yeah, last we night. we were wiped I, out. I need this we, now. Okay, I know it's about you, but it's about me well, too I and know, Mr. Chevy. But and you so, just mainly good for good for you. Okay, you're looking at me funny. Say, be careful. I, will, I know. You have to get someone to preach for you. There's just a lot I have to do, but it's you, okay. Okay, so you've got the administrative piece. Yes. I've got the people and logistical yes. operations piece in terms of the messages, getting our staff ready, getting all of our guys prepared to step up into my place. Yes. For eight solid weeks. Eight weeks. It's a long time. We have never done anything like this. Thirty-eight <gasps> years I've been in ministry full time in one capacity or another. Twenty-eight years oh, for you. 
the whole time we were in Abilene, we didn't take actual vacations. No. We would take a day or two after we went to a ministry trip. Right. But we never just took off. Yeah, we'd to go to a off. conference. We'd go to you know whatever was related to what we were doing. And then we'd tag a couple of days on and say, that's our vacation. It wasn't a vacation. No, it was because work. after you go to a conference, you should take a couple of days to rest, yeah, you're not so add more. And that's yeah. what we did. We've, we were young and dumb. So exactly. we had to and learn still kind of are in a way. We still had to learn. Maybe some, not the young part. Well, right. But we had to learn some hard <laughs> lessons about taking care of ourselves. Yes. And I mean, our hearts to go for the long haul. I, I have so many friends. Well, we love what we do. That's it. And I have so many friends in ministry that are not doing it anymore. They for whatever they reason, fried out. they, they burned fried out. out. Yes. I mean, burnout is a real it really deal is. thing. Yes. And most, most guys and gals who start in ministry don't end there. Right. They end up doing something else. Because You're right. It does take a toll on you after a while. And most people, I don't ever expect people to understand the weight that we carry and the spiritual warfare. If you've never been in our with, shoes, you'll never know. You'll never know. Just like I wouldn't pretend to be in somebody else's shoes because they're running in their lane and I can't I can't even imagine what it would be like to put their shoes on and run in that race. Right. So I don't expect people to understand, but there's a weight that we carry. I mean, COVID did a number on pastors but it, but and But you ministry. know what was hard? Today we went to lunch in Kerrville. Had a Amazing really nice lunch, lunch at the and rails. We rocked keto today. We did. We started our keto back because we thought, hey, Reboot. why not? Reboot. Maybe we'll come back half it. the person we were. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know about half, but I'm definitely wanting to lose about 12 to 15. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. So anyway, um, we went to the rails and ate lunch. And that Great was Great place in Kerrville, Texas. Wonderful. And then we had to go to Walmart for a little while just to spend time buying. That's how we did our first day of SIM Sabbath. cards. Yes. <laughs> we to- and that was, it was a lot of, it was, we, you know, to try to rest today. We couldn't because there was so much we needed to right. do that started today. Right. Um, but, you know, it was hard because we got in the car and we, I, I wanted, I wanted to ask you a question about and I realized church, it was about, about church. Work. And I'm, so we sat there and said nothing. I thought, Wow, this is an interesting <laughs> conversation because our whole life revolves days. around the people of our church, it and does. we have a lot of work being done at our church, and right. it's probably all going to be complete stuff, when we got yeah. when we get back. But I had all these things I wanted to talk to you about, and I had to stop and say, "Oh, I can't talk to you about." It's church. because, in terms of you and I getting married, we've done this together for 28 years. Yes. And so all we, our whole life has revolved around ministry, the church, our churches we served. So it's hard to come home and just leave it and turn it off. It's not like you work somewhere else and I work somewhere else. We work together in this, which is a massive blessing. Most people don't get to work. We're going to have to come up with some new conversation. We are. I know. It'll just have to be Tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we did good though. We didn't go there. It, well, I started I, you to, and I, and I caught myself. I, I was said, really no, proud of you. I by can't the way. ask you this because it has to do with the church. Yeah. And then I then we just sat there but while I was, you were driving. It well, was awkward. It was because I was weird. sleepy after eating, and and also I went off sugar today. So right. we're we're going to be kinda, on. I've, we're going to have I withdrawals little for a little wall. while. Yeah, I hit the sugar wall today. Yeah, that's all that was. I wasn't it, checking out on you or anything. I was literally like. Felt like I was going to go to sleep while I was driving. Uh, so. That's not good. Well, I know, but I wouldn't. But I would. I'm just saying I was really sluggish. Well, and we went to Walmart to get new SIM cards. On sugar. 
because we changed our phone numbers. Yeah, it's a big deal. It is. How many years have we had those? Ever since we moved to Nashville? 2012. The first time. Yes. So 2012, well, we've had the same phone numbers in Nashville. Years. Phone and you've said since we moved back to Texas, we should get a local phone number, you know, an 830 well, it, area it, code. I feel like we're more permanent here. Right. Oh, we are totally. I, and that, you know, it doesn't mean everybody has to do that for wherever they right. live. But I felt like as, as pastors, we needed to have a permanent 830 number, which is right. our area code here and not a 615. Plus, I was getting all these sales calls oh, me constantly too. From, from Nashville. Tennessee. Um, political so ads. now is a good time, yeah. but we only gave our phone number to our family. Right. And um, did you give it to Pastor Eddie like you were supposed to? No, I did not. Okay, but you I better will. do that. Because I'll do that. If there was an emergency today, oh, there's not an emergency. Well, but, but you anyway, don't know. Anyway, I will we get that. We don't have any contact Eddie. with church. We love Pastor Eddie Freeman and his wife Jessica. You need to Amazing. stop and do it right now. I'm not pausing the I'm not pausing the podcast. So I, can I take know, care of but business. I, I I'll am, do it this evening okay. when we get done. Please do that. So anyway, You're disturbing Chevy with your tension. I know. But I, there was things that we had to do that we had to get done today. Right. So really tomorrow, I think, actually starts our Sabbath yeah. because, or sabbatical because today is typically our Sabbath. Yeah. But what, there was things we had to do today that you can't do on a Sunday. True. And this is very much a reboot for us. I mean, really what Sabbath is, you cease your work. So you don't, <laughs> when you work together, that's really hard because we constantly think about it. So we went out with our daughter, Faith, and her new husband, Brandon, had a wonderful yes. time with them yesterday for lunch. However, we had to lay down the ground rules. You cannot, when we get back together, you can't talk to us about church. Because Faith works at the church too. She, she's on this staff. This is going to be a difficult She task. does all of our digital things, everything digital. Uh, mm-hmm. Faith does all the graphics, all the video pieces, the video elements, websites, everything, so every, all things digital. And she does a phenomenal job. However, she can't talk to us about it. And so it's going to be awkward because her life is immersed in conversation always is around around what's going on. What's going on at the church. Hey, you need to tweak this on the website. Hey, we found a spelling error on the website. Yes. Hey, I mean, it's it's always something. I need a slide. I need this. So it's, it's, hey, I need a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And you said, nope. And so I'm going to read, I'll morph morph one. You're going to do them yourself. Anyway, so that's our life. We've been in this thing so long together 28 years, you and I, 30 total, but 28 in ministry. Me for for me it's thirty eight years. So I have to say something uh, and be very clear about this. We're not taking a sabbat- a sabbatical. We're receiving a sabbatical. Right. It's, it's a, a gift. gift. It's Definitely. a gift from God. It's a gift from our board of directors who are amazing, and it's a gift from our elders who are also amazing. And our church and our has staff. been so supportive. Oh, and our, our staff. staff. They have so come around they, they're, us. They're they're giddy almost, which scares enough. me. Why are they so giddy? So let me say their names. Wait, because wait. I love everyone. Now why are they giddy? Don't you find it odd that everybody's so kind excited of a, that when we're the leaving? Cats away, the mice will play. Oh, you think I'm that? not worried about this team, but I have to tell you, I love Pastor Jeff. I am so mm-hmm. blessed by him. He's our newest addition to the staff. Love Faith, of course. She's our daughter. We have to. And we love her because she's amazing at what yes, she does. she is. Gifted. Love Lori. Lori is a, she's a pillar. And, she and is. She's like been here forever. And she's just one of those stable makes you stable. able people. Yes. And then we have Pastor Russ Hearn, who leads our worship team, all of our production, our online digital pieces. Which if something happened to him, 
we wouldn't have the church that we man have. Can never go away. He We're can't. in massive trouble. No. But thank no. you, Pastor Russ, and his wife Wendy also steps Wonderful. up in worship. Yes. And then um, Pastor right. Brian and and Leslie. his wife Leslie. Brian, Pastor Brian does youth. Leslie does children. But he's also our online pastor. And we are incredibly blessed and surrounded by a team that. All week long. Now, they were coming to us right and left. Okay, what about this? What about this? What about... I mean, yes. it, it got a little bit. Almost, even on Sunday morning, I it, thought, it was can crazy. we really do this? I know. It was like, can we actually leave? Because they were hitting us with a thousand questions. But I'm glad they did. I'm glad they didn't just Tommy. assume things. Oh, forget Tommy. we love Tommy Watson and his wife, Petty. They're amazing. Which she's stepping in because Lori's going oh, on that's vacation. Right. Yeah, she's going to Alaska. Yes. And so... Places, it's well, her daughter's I know, her live daughter's there, there. I know, but uh, Patty is is volunteering to step up, and of course, we'll have to do something nice. So, for if her. it sounds like we're name dropping, we are. It's because we love these. We people do, and, and we, we want them so to know surrounded. how much we are honored to serve with them. Absolutely, we're a team, but more than that, we're a family. So they've got it. So I had there were several people who hit me up over the weekend. Hey, I need this from you. I need this, and I said I've already turned over the reins. And you just talk gave to, it right to everybody else. Talk to Pastor else. Russ, talk to Pastor Jeff. And I have to tell you, I thought I'd be afraid of letting go of that, but actually it's the opposite. I was feel actually, free? oh, unbelievably free. So what are we going to do when we get back? I don't know. I think that <laughs> they've got this. You know what I mean? So they may just, not need us. Well, no. <laughs> Your job is a little different. Right. They need you. Right. Well. They need you. You know, anyway, at the end of the day, this is such a God thing. Yes. And in 38 years. So I was really, so just so you know who you're listening, um, I was very resistant to this. Exactly. It came up last year and it sounded like a good idea well, a year ago. We planned for it. I well, even listen. planned many little, many vacations. Sounded great a year ago, right? So we had all these plans. You worked on plans. I worked on plans. You know, we're going to, let's do this. And then what? How many weeks out? About no, a month out? No, 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 no. We finally, because we couldn't get anybody to commit to preach. It was not until March, Jimmy. That's because true. That we was sent when, out a yes. request to our friends, and they got busy and forgot and didn't think about it again. And so we were like, we don't so have anybody February, to cover. So in February, February or March, we're like, I guess we're not doing this. Yeah. So we, but we didn't really tell anybody that. Remember, we didn't no, talk about it. Was it was just you and I. So the summer creeps up on us. My my uh, relational pastor from Gateway Church out of South Lake, Pastor Eddie, he's still assuming it's all going to happen. I'm kind of wondering if it's going to happen, thinking probably not. And then I remember thinking, we can't do this. Our church is growing, which is a great blessing. We've got construction. We're in the middle of construction. We've got renovation going on. So it was like, this is the worst time to leave. And Pastor Eddie says, <laughs> there's never a good time. When It's like having a baby. There's yeah. never a good time to do it. So do it. And once I bought in, which is about, what, two weeks ago? Once yes. I stepped over the line, I can't explain this. I've shared this with several people. But it was like if you take a slinky. Remember slinkies? Mm -hmm. You take a slinky and you stretch it as far as it'll go. And then in one second, you let go of it. And the force of that slinky coming all the way back, that's what I felt. It was like... 38 years of ministry without a real clear break landed on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. And I woke up on on Monday morning, this morning, and I told I wrote a friend of mine, got some friends, select friends that I'm I'm kind of communicating with, and I said, 
I feel like a truck ran over me. I've been hit by a truck. I could barely get out of bed this morning, which has never happens to me. Well, I didn't for a while. I yeah, really you were needed crashed. to. And I get up and walk. And you even said, do can't not do it. set your alarm. Yes. No, <laughs> I knew we needed rest. I knew we needed rest. I went outside, sat on the on the deck outside, looked up at the mountain. We have a mountain behind us with a big cross. It's not it. a mountain; it's a hill. In Texas, that's a mountain. <laughs> oh my god! So it's we call it the hill country. So right. it's a hill, but it's a big hill, and it has a big cross on it that stays lit up. And so me and Chevy, we go outside and we set out, and we just we watch the sun start to rise. The clouds were stunning, and I just had one of those amazing mornings before the Lord. And I thought, this is not just Sabbath. This is sabbatical. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who don't understand, I mean, it's just one of those things that God gives as a gift to his children to say, I need you to come away with me. And I need you to be quiet. I need you to be still. I need you to listen and not talk. And so I just spent the whole morning listening to the Lord. It was amazing. Wrote down a lot of stuff. I did some reading. I watched some videos from a guy named Pete Gregg out of um, the UK who has a ministry called 24-7. He just went on a on a pilgrim's journey and from Iona, the island in Scotland, and this spiritual journey is similar to the Santiago uh, Camino, you know, the Camino de Santiago in mm. Spain. It's a spiritual journey. He just did a three-week journey. He documented the whole thing, videoed it, and so he does these little video things. So I've spent time with that. It's been amazing. Great morning, great day, and then you and I jumped in the car. And it's just been a lovely, to use our friend <laughs> Tina Curry's word, word, I'm stealing it, a lovely day. It was very yeah, lovely. I'm so happy. I'm encouraged. I'm excited. And I actually woke up a little bit early because I was excited well, to you start know, this sabbatical. Well, you, you slept in a little bit, but then you, a little bit. you were excited about it. I didn't have an alarm, but I still, my, I my body clocks I needed autopilot. to rest. My body is tired. Yeah. So does Chevy, obviously. He's completely out in your lap right now. He's mm-hmm. he's gone. So anyway, it's been great. So we're starting this, and this was day one. And man, I'm just, I think it's not going to get real till about day three or four, probably when we start going. Uh, I think it's going to be in the second week. You, oh, really? Mm-hmm. You thinking I that do. long? Yeah, maybe. Well, we have family coming in tomorrow. Oh, we do. We do. Our son, Chris, he's a pastor in, in um, Houston, and Houston, he Texas. is on a sabbatical. Phenomenal pastor. He and our grandson are he's coming on in. His sabbatical. So it's going to feel just like we have family in town for a Which few is days. It's going to be sweet because we'll. And then next week, we'll be by ourselves. Yeah. And I think it's going to hit us then. Well, I think today there were, there were moments where I went, it's really quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm used to being on well, social media. Well, it was media. when we were in the car. <laughs> I'm doing a, um, I wouldn't call it a digital detox, but a social media detox right. is really more accurate because I'm, I'm still going to do some things with digital. I have to. I mean, part of it, and this is part of it. But yeah, it's some moments where I thought, this feels kind of weird, but it feels good. Mm-hmm. It feels really good. I'm already, even though we had things to do today, just to kind of lean in. And we went shopping for our keto journey. We There's a lot to do with that. But I'm still already... In a, in a place of peace. Mm-hmm. Pastor Eddie said, you're going to be miserable for two weeks. Wow. You know what? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm no. not miserable. I'm actually very encouraged and excited. We love our church. Of course, I want to know what's going on, but I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. I'm taking my hands off the wheel. So I've passed all that on to a competent team. So that's our journey so far. Now, 
we got a wonderful, I've got to pull this up. Yeah, you do. I, I you wanna, need to. I want to read this because it was such a blessing to hear from Megan. Got some great, got some great reviews on the website. By the way, folks, if you, it would really encourage us and we love the interaction. So go to livingupinadownworld.com. You can leave a review, you can leave comments on the blogs that I post. You can um, email us and contact us through that. I always love to get back with folks. And so I've got to read a couple because, I mean, just wonderful, wonderful, encouraging words. So here's one right here. Um, Man, this is powerful. This is huge stuff. Let me read Paul Lopez's review. He left a review. He goes to our church. Amazing family. He and Anita are precious. He says, I've been binge listening to the podcast over the last few days. Wow. I've laughed. I've teared up, and I've been ministered to. Thank you, Jimmy and Annette, and Chevy. <laughs> Always got to give Mr. Chevy credit for what God has called you to do, both as pastors and podcasters. Paul, thank you so much for leaving Beautiful. that review. That so just sweet. means a ton to us. And we're going to post that on our website, by the way, so you'll see that. And we've got a lot of new people who've subscribed to our mailing list, so I've got to add another one today, which is really exciting. And so if you are listening, maybe for the first or second or third time, and you're like, yeah, I want to get on that. And what would I do is I put out a newsletter about a day before the podcast, just as a reminder to listen and be looking for us. And I put some things in there, pictures, highlights, just various things. So anyway, I'd uh, love to have you join that. So do, do you can uh, sign up for that on our website and just let me know. Also, this is from Megan, and this is beautiful. Well, we've asked people to to write in and let us know if there's a topic yes. that is um, something that, that they would like for us to discuss. And Megan wrote us just what this is beautiful. last week. Yeah, yeah, this is beautiful. Oh, I missed one. I missed another review. So let me read that first. Okay, and then we'll go to Megan's. Okay, okay. Megan's request because it's beautiful and and this is amazing. This is from Jesse. And she says this, I love the interaction. It was, she titled it, Great People with a Great Message. Oh, sweet. I know. You're awesome, Jesse. Thank you for, for listening and being a part of our, our family. She says, I love the interaction between two people that love each other and God. And that is the truth. Mm-hmm. She nailed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are 30 years of wow, we've been married, and I am more in love with this girl. And I Aww. call her a girl out of respect. Because I still you. see you as that girl that I met, yeah. and I went hubba hubba. Oh my god! Okay, Jim, when I saw Let's you. Let's read the. Anyway, moving right along, family <laughs> show. It's a great way. She says this. Thank you, Jesse. It's a great way to hear about life as a Christian from real people. They may not be perfect people. Wait a minute. No, I'm kidding. Oh yeah, right. They may not be perfect people, but they're still amazing. Thank you, Jesse. Beautiful, beautiful review. Mm, we really appreciate wonderful. a five star review, and just appreciate your heart and sharing your heart with us. And uh, I have to tell you, um, in terms of being real, that's our heart. Mm-hmm. And, and I've always said from the beginning, we'll never hide our scars. No secrets, no leverage. No leverage. That's right. So thank you so much. I want to read Megan's um, great input here. Uh, such a good question. I love this. So she says, hi, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts. You think she's from Texas? From the South? I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on working through strained family relationships as a Christian. That's a tough one. Boo y'all. Yeah, that's that's heavy. I mean, I feel the weight as I I read that. It's hard. And she says, I know God's path is for us to forgive, but when relationships are not able to happen because of brokenness, 
how do we navigate this whole following God's path? Wow. And she says this, I love this podcast. I got caught up in less than two weeks. I can't even imagine Megan, listening to... Megan, you're a podcast rock star t- right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen wow. to us and Mr. Chevy wallowing around on mom's lap. She says, my parents... No, she says, thanks for always being so real. Wow. And that's our heart. We want to make faith real for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Making faith real for real people. Because we're real people. So how are you going to answer that question? Oh, I was going to ask you that very same no, question. No, I'm asking you. Wow. Okay. Let's just Because we talked right about in. this earlier. We did. She says, I want to hear your thoughts about working through strained family relationships as a Christian. That's probably one of the number one questions totally we agree. get asked probably over the last 30 years of, of working in ministry. Almost on a weekly basis because yes. we do an altar call at the end. And it's not just the old school altar call. It's like if you need prayer for any reason, we're here for you. So just come. We have all of our elders at the front, our staff. We're at the front. Without fail, most or many weeks, I'll just say many weeks, mm-hmm. people come and they ask it's the some same some kind question. of strained relationship, whether in it's family. friendship or family. More often than not in family, but That's it's both, sure. no doubt. In fact, isn't it interesting <clears throat> that the very thing that God created us for from the beginning was to have a relationship, relationship with Him? And doesn't it make sense that that is what is always under attack? Mm. The enemy is always seeking to bring a breach exactly between you and other people that you care about and love and people that we think would never turn their backs on us. They do. It always hurts from people that we're the closest to. Mm-hmm. And Megan, wonderful question. You're actually asking a question that a lot of people have asked. I um, Recently, we were listening to... <coughs> oh, you okay, baby? Sorry, I've got something in my You got a throat. tickle in your throat? I do. Do you need something to drink? <coughs> yes, I'm going to go get something. While oh, you you're just going to leave me here. I have to. I've been abandoned. I'm by myself. I can say anything I want right now. Anyway, so Megan... Um, Recently, Annette and I, we've been, we love, um, uh, there's pastors that we love to listen to. Glad to recommend those. Um, you know, they're not for everybody. It's, you got to find who speaks into your life, speaks into your heart. Annette is hacking up a lung in the other room. I hope she's okay. She's good. Okay, here she comes. But I, I, we're glad to recommend uh, maybe ministers, pastors, people who speak life and truth. And one that's ministered us through the years, over the years, is Pastor Bill Johnson out of Bethel Church in Redding, California. We've been out there a couple times. We've had friends on staff there. But he said something in a message. He lost his wife about a year ago. And uh, that got my attention. I've always enjoyed him, always loved listening to him. But there's something about listening to someone who's navigating pain, and, and I'm always curious to see how they navigate pain. And he shared a lot. So he got up actually the Sunday after his wife passed. And they've been married in decades. And, right. and after she passed, he got up. He's 72 years old, so they've been together a long time. And he shared his heart, and I watched him navigate pain. But he said something in the context of that sermon that Annette and I, in fact, Annette said, I'm, pause, pause, we need to write that down. And it was this. He said this. I have given up my right to be offended. That's pretty powerful. Let the gravity of that sink in for just a minute. I have given up my right to be offended. At this point, he was talking about God. God, because of his wife passing. And his whole ministry is surrounded by healing. 
and believing in the healing miracles of Miraculous. God. Miraculous. And his his dad passed away. Yeah, from cancer. Many years ago. And now his wife Benny. from an illness. And so it was very, uh, for him to say that. It's powerful. And, and this was just a few days after her funeral. And I, I boy, talk about I might an have amazing man. during that sermon. Oh, you cried through the whole thing. I know. Last week's uh, podcast was titled, Big Boys Don't Cry. And you were but crying. But this one does. And that so, was pretty powerful. Hit me so Giving hard. up your right to be offended. And I've heard this before. I remember Michael W. Smith. Many of y'all may know who Michael W. Smith. He's one of the most prolific songwriters in Nashville. He interviewed us for a job. Remember? He did. Yeah, we had a great that was an conversation interesting with, with interview, Michael. by the way. Great guy. Great guy. Very, we loved our time with him. Very nice guy. Uh, he ended up calling his son-in-law to be his <laughs> pastor of instead of us. But and we're that's like, okay. we get it. It's family. But anyway, he he was gracious, and we had a wonderful visit with Michael. But. I remember seeing Michael in a in a movie, a documentary, where he was sitting on the front porch. He's got a little cabin out on his land there in Franklin, Tennessee, and he said, "I I have endeavored that I will never be offended again for the rest of my life." I remember hearing that. Well, that was like thunder in my soul. And then I heard Bill say it. So that's Pastor two Bill. people. Yeah, I hear Pastor Bill Johnson say it recently. Mm-hmm. I. But I love the way he said it. He said, I give up my right to be offended. From a world's perspective and from all the friends that we run with, they'll say, hey, you should be mad about that. You should be upset. You should be offended about that. But when you've given up your right to be offended because you're so submitted to the Lordship of Christ, that's powerful. It really is. How did that hit you when he said it? Oh, it just... It really did hit me hard because I thought, have I ever even thought about that? Ooh. Because so many times we get offended by by people who say negative things about us or to us or whatever. Right. And we immediately, I mean, our first reaction is, oh my gosh, why did they say something like that? And we, we take on that offense. And when he said that, it was like, wow. Yeah. Why, why are we even allowing offense to take root in our heart. That is that's profound. Mm-hmm. And and I'm thinking in terms of what Megan talked about in terms of family. And that's harder. That just can be even harder because they're close off- and, and in a good way and sometimes a hard mm-hmm. way. You're stuck with family. Right. I mean blood is blood, right? Or mm-hmm. or marriage and, and the bonds of, you know, matrimony bring families together and not always the best situations, right. obviously. And so there are times when there's massive disruption. I always, and I truly believe this, that the enemy is to blame. Right. He is seeking. Oh, he wants to destroy the family destroy. unit. Look what he's doing in the world, in this culture. In John chapter 10, remember that verse, mm-hmm. John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes only except to steal, steal kill, and destroy. kill, and destroy. Jesus flips the script and says, But I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The enemy is there to destroy, and right. what he's looking to destroy, he's not looking to take away your money, take away your security. That's all very ancillary in life. That's just extra stuff. Those are the accoutrements of life. He's here to destroy relationships. And your peace. Well, the, uh, through that. Through that's that, how yes. He, but and the primary target is relationships. Exactly. Because that was why we were created. We were created to be in relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the heavenly host, 
And then we're created to be in relationship with one another. So that is the biggest breach mm-hmm. there can possibly be. Cain and Abel. Right. Think about it. Exactly. Yes. One brother killing another, another brother. One. Yes. I mean, it started. And so every, I mean, it's been from the beginning, the breach in relationship. But someone has to stand up and say, mm. I'm not going to allow this offense to, to continue to take root. I'm going to live how Jesus wants me to. And then when that offense, when it comes into your mind, you just have to, you have to get it out of your mind. You have yeah. to think of other things and yeah. you have to think. For me, I always think about the brokenness of the other person, that the reason why there's an offense on their part that cannot get ratified is because they're broken. There is some brokenness, something no that they don't. No doubt. Um, that they can't. They you can't. Sometimes you can't even explain what it is. It could be something from your childhood. It can be something from something that happened years ago. But you've got to be able to look at that person and say, "I'm not going to be upset at that person because it's deeper than that. There's something else there." Nailed it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, Annette. Um, I love this idea of seeing people in 3D. Mm-hmm. And and what it means is by looking at them from every angle. You know, when you just look at somebody who's standing in front of you upset or they've written you an email or a horrible text or whatever, that's not seeing them in 3D. That's just seeing them in, you know, one-dimensionally. You're just seeing what's there in front of you. But when you begin to look in 3D, the idea there is that you step around to the side and you see what's going on. You step around from behind and realize there's a past here. There's a history Mm -hmm. here. And a lot of times, as a pastor, I take a lot of shots and hits because when you're a public figure, you you get a target on your back. Exactly. And also when you're preaching the truth and the gospel, just you're targeted. So I've had to learn how to navigate pain. I've had to learn how to navigate people coming against me, lying. But it still hurts. Oh, it hurts deeply because I'm a heart leader. that's so hard is we hurt we so much. We do. It's, it's brutal. And there's things that happen to us when we take a hit like that. We want to validate ourselves. If we're not careful in our immaturity, we'll run around and gather a bunch of people who love us to make us feel good. Pat me on the back. Tell me I'm okay. But that's that's, that's immature. not the answer. That, that's a low no. level. And, you know, not that we don't need people telling us we're good, but... But that is a low level of maturity. When The more mature you get, the more you're able to begin to have thick skin and shake things off and say, you know what, I'm not going to allow this offense to penetrate me. I'm going to become impermeable because I died. I, my life is now hidden in Christ, Colossians chapter 3. I am hidden. And then in Galatians 2.20, I know I've been crucified with Christ. I, I no longer live, live, but Christ, Christ lives, lives in me. me. And that word in means, means through. through. I know where exactly in what you're saying. Through me mm-hmm. and the life I now live, I live by faith in the mm-hmm. Son of God who loved me yes. and gave himself for me. It's yes. Galatians 2.20. And so Colossians 3, those first three, three verses, Galatians 2.20, our life is hidden in Christ. And it's almost as though, this is, I love the way Pastor Bill said it, I give up my right. In a very real sense, if we've died and we've been Mm. crucified, we have no rights. A dead man doesn't have rights. A dead woman doesn't have rights. 
Now, it doesn't mean you're not real, that you're not human, because we do. Pain hurts. And some days, putting it in real language, it sucks to be you. Mm -hmm. It's just hard, especially when it's people close to you or family. However, there is something powerful about an individual who knows who they are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because when you know who you are, you know what to do. Exactly. We I talked about Stephen. Uh, man, Stephen was a young man in Christ. He came along with that first wave in the early chapters of the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit was poured out in the church as we know it was birthed. Powerful story of Stephen. Stephen um, was hauled in for preaching the gospel. He, he was called a blasphemer. In fact, this uh, group of religious leaders of the Hebrew people uh, actually paid people to lie and bear false witness against him in a court before a group called the Sanhedrin. This is still happening today. Oh, this stuff happens all the time. It happens in families. They may not be paying somebody, but they gather people to, to support the lie exactly. or validate a lie mm-hmm. or an untruth or a half-truth, which is a lie. And so that's what happened to Stephen. And it says that as he was before them and they were accusing him, the Bible literally says in Acts chapter 6 that as they looked upon Stephen, he had the face of an, of an angel. angel. That what? was really an interesting passage. It's powerful. And, and yet, and, and when spoke you loudly to me did some exegesis, mm-hmm. there were many interpretations, interpretations what does that of that. Mean? Exactly. And, and you, for me, you it was felt very like clear. it was, he was confident. In who he was. Christ confidence, mm-hmm. identity confident. I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. And you may be railing against me, falsely accusing me, but I know who I am. And because I because I know who I am, I know what to do. Exactly. And I want to encourage Megan and anybody else listening to this, listen, you can't fix the people in your family. You can't. And when you try, that's called codependence. But you can pray oh, for the people in your family. Of and you pray Absolutely. that God will, will penetrate their heart, help them see the truth of a situation, whatever it is, because we don't know what it is, and be able to walk in forgiveness once and for all. Because once we walk into forgiveness, that bondage is broken. There that you go. stronghold is broken. Broken forgiveness becomes a cage and a jail mm-hmm. and a prison of our own making. And then you, you, and I love this. You, you go from contempt, contempt to, to compassion. compassion. Oh my gosh! When I got to that point with my father, it changed our relationship. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, and because I had so much contempt for him for so long, and then God just—I don't know. What happened? I just got a revelation that something had to have happened to him when he was young that caused him to be the father, not a great father, not a great role model for me. But now, looking back, I'm like, oh, I wish I I could have at least talked to him to find out when I was younger more about his relationship with his own family and friends when he was growing up. Yeah. I don't know. You began to see him in 3D. I did. I saw yeah. him in 3D. I remember when that happened. It was powerful. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Powerful. By the way, you are beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. When you go spiritual, I'm just like, wow. man, Katie Bar. I'm just door. trying to live up to you, honey. Uh, <laughs> I love you so much. Beautiful. And you're right. We move from contempt to compassion. To compassion. And we have to forgive. Even when people... Don't accept it. 
and you still have to forgive on your part and mm. say, God, I love what Jesus said at the cross when he was being beaten and flogged. Just It was just, I can't Stephen even imagine. Stephen said it too. And Stephen said it Stephen, too. Stephen, as they were stoning him, and I say yes. stoning, you may not understand what that is as an American, but that's it was brutal. They would take up rocks and they would get in a circle around an individual and they would literally pound them, them to death. Yes. And as that was happening, the Bible says he dropped to his knees. He said, forgive them. Yes, they don't know. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, Jesus what? did the same thing. And we're supposed to be like Jesus. That is hard. Hmm. That is really hard. But we've got to get to the point where we're maturing enough in our faith that we have that kind yeah. of response. And, you know, a lot of us aren't there yet. Pastor and it's Bill, hard. So think about what Pastor Bill Johnson said. He said, I give up my right. Yes. In other words, he surrendered it. That's how we do it. We surrender our right to be angry. Mm -hmm. We surrender our right to be offended. Exactly. And Megan, if you're hearing this, no, we're not perfect. Oh my we're still gosh. learning and growing in this ourselves. No doubt. This I think is, we will always be tough. having to navigate. Well, if these we ever get to things. the point where we say we know everything, oh, uh, not going to happen. Quit not listening on this to side. us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because exactly. something took not over and it wasn't side. godly. Because that's a hard one. Yeah. It is very hard. It took me decades to get to the point to where I could literally forgive my father and walk in, uh, walk out that yeah. forgiveness and not just let it fester and hold on to myself. Powerful. So. Giving up our right. And you know, mm -hmm. forgiveness, Megan, I know you know this. I would say this to anybody. We know these things. Mm -hmm. But forgiveness is not a feeling. Right. It's not an emotion. And it doesn't condone what someone did. Exactly. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. We make a choice that I'm going to forgive them. Now, that may not mean that I let them back into my orbit. Exactly. Because we have to put up a moat, a mm -hmm. boundary around ourselves. Exactly. To say, you know what, what they did, it's just, I won't say it's unforgivable. It's just, I can't let them back into that space and mm -hmm. into, I can't be that vulnerable. So that's not wrong. That's a healthy thing. It's a mm -hmm. good thing. <laughs> Henry Cloud, Boundaries, one of the best books ever written, talks about that is that you do, you forgive, you let go, you release, or as Pastor Bill says, you surrender your right mm -hmm. to hold on to that. And yet, not but, yet, you still have to build boundaries around you. Um, and, and just another thing, just a thought, love is so powerful. Mm -hmm. Love goes beyond the hurt, goes beyond the wounds, goes beyond the hits. And it sees past it so that you can see the wounded person they are, the wounded child that mm -hmm. they are. Because it was probably something. I, I've learned this as a pastor through 38 years, nearly four decades of doing this, that 99 out of 100 times when I've taken a hit from another individual, it wasn't about me. Hmm. That's right. It was on my watch. I might have been a trigger, but it wasn't about me. And I've learned not to take these things personally. No, let me back up. I'm learning. There you go. And I think this, if I ever get to the point where it doesn't hurt me or bother me, I need to quit the ministry. Exactly. I need to go do something else because I need my heart to be open. Mm -hmm. And it's okay that it's got a lot of scars and cuts and bruises because it's worth it mm -hmm. to love people deeply. 
Jesus, I love the scripture, it says that, that Jesus didn't give himself to man because he knew what was in, in man. man. And yet he was one of the greatest lovers of all time. Mm-hmm. Yet he didn't give himself. There's a, there's a tension or a balance in that where we love people deeply, but we also have boundaries and we understand the rules of the game, so to speak. Exactly. And so, Megan, a heart goes out to you because anytime we hear about family relationships and strained family relationships, and here we are, followers of Jesus. What's really harder for me sometimes, honestly, I'm a follower of Jesus who loves God with all my heart. But there may be another person on the other side of the fence who's a follower of Jesus, loves him, loves the Lord with all their heart, and yet we don't seem to be able to connect, reconcile, mm-hmm. or work it out. That's hard. It is hard. And I, it's, I think that will be a mystery. That's, that goes in the mystery box of why two followers of Jesus who love him intently can't seem to work through the, mm-hmm. the brokenness and the strain. That'll be in the mystery box. Right. There's yeah. always mystery. Always. If you can't embrace mystery, you're going to have a hard time as a follower of Jesus. That is true. Ooh, any any closing words on that, Annette? Because no, I, I know just, I, my heart goes out to Megan and anyone else who's, who's suffering from Because she's not the first things. one who's brought that no, up. Not at all. Not at all. And we've, and we've touched on this a little bit in the past, but it's really fresh for her, and I felt like it was yeah. time for us to bring it up. Yeah, I today. agree. I yeah. agree. It's heavy. It's a heavy weight to bear. But God, mm-hmm. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, right? <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. You're not going to hear that for eight weeks. Had a great fall. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again, but God can. Mm-hmm. God can sure and God can. does. So, Megan, our heart goes out to you. We're going to breathe a prayer for you. And, and anyone else who's listening today who says, oh, gosh, if, I, if Megan only knew what I was going through. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, just a lot of people are hurting in that arena, and yes. so our hearts go out, and and we get it. We understand. We do. We really do. And God wants to heal those wounded hearts. He, That's why he died for us, is to heal yeah. those wounded hearts. Yeah. So, um, Megan, he's he hears your, your cries. Mm-hmm. He hears... Mm-hmm. All of your pain. He knows all your pain. He Absolutely. sees it. Absolutely. And he's there. Just turn to him. Every time you feel something, just turn to him and say, here I, here I go again. Here I am again. <laughs> I'm back. It's okay. He's a good God. It is okay. He really is a he good really God. He really is. Can I pray for Megan? Yeah, let's, let's just take a moment and do that. And okay. those of you that are listening, even though you're going to be listening at not in real time, and I, I think prayers are retroactive. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It's no, the heart. It so join us in praying for Megan and others who are listening to the broadcast yes. who are hurting and yes. struggling with these strained relationships. So I'll keep it short. Lord Jesus, we bring Megan and others before you who are suffering through strained mm-hmm. family relationships. They're painful, and they don't always have a clear resolution. We always don't get the the apology we wanted or the reconciliation that that we feel like would be right. We don't always get it. We don't always get the answers of even why it happened. And so, Lord, we lean into trust. We lean into opening our hearts, and like Pastor Bill, such a profound word, Mm -hmm. I give up my right to be offended. Lord, may we step into that posture in that place. And so for Megan and others who are listening right now, wherever they are and whenever they listen to this, if whether it's 
tomorrow or 15 weeks from now or a year from now, if they hear this, they can join in this mm-hmm. prayer yes. for themselves. That your grace is enough, it's sufficient. And that your love, Father, we are, all of us, called, loved, and, and kept. kept by you. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, we love That's you, Megan. God bless you. Meg, I want to share some things. We had some great, we had a great week, by the way, on, on Fountain and Boostagrams and encouragements and notes. So I want to share some of these. I'm just going to start from the top. Uh, sending in Satoshis, which, by the way, if you listen on any of the podcast platforms that are podcasting 2.0, like Castomatic and Fountain, you can actually earn Satoshis while you're listening, and you can bless those forward. And value for value is what we call that. So appreciate Adam Curry and Tina for teaching us about the power of value for value. I love By the that. way, we've not talked about Adam and Tina. We need to talk about their amazing podcast, which used to be Bi-weekly. They do now it's every, weekly. Now they do it every week. Martha so. came, she texted me yesterday or the day before and said, oh my gosh, I'm listening to Curry and the Keeper and I can't quit laughing. Oh, beautiful. Said, Good, because you're probably crying with ours. You're laughing with her. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and I sure. sent that text to to uh, Adam and Tina and they were just oh, very blessed to know that, that uh, someone else is listening. Beautiful. So Curry and the church. Keeper. Would love for you to check these guys out. Yeah, Adam great. also has a great podcast where they do media deconstruction, kind of what's current, what's happening in real time mm-hmm. called No Agenda. So you can check that out. He and John Dvorak do an amazing job pulling things apart, getting to the truth. They're not bashing people. They're, they're dealing with systems mm-hmm. that are broken. And so that, that's another very educational Media podcast. is definitely oh, broken. My oh, gosh. my gosh. Media, culture, government, don't get me started, all broken. And that's why we're living up in a down world. Right. We are choosing to live up mm-hmm. in that. So some boostograms. Let me share, you some, share with some good things that are going on. So uh, Sharon Satz with us, Satoshi's. Is a sir by his grace. Love this guy. Is that Brian? No, no, somebody no. else. You're okay. thinking of Brian with an eye. Yes, okay. Brian with an eye has been quiet on our uh, Satoshi deal. Yeah, but he, better check on him. I know. No, he's doing good. I love Brian with an eye. Brian with an eye. Hadn't heard from you recently. Sir by his grace. Listen, to he says, "Let's go, bro." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love my kind of guy. He says this, quote, I am the Lord. I have spoken. It shall come to pass. I will do it. I will not go back. I will not spare. I will not relent. According to your ways and your deeds, you will be judged, declares the Lord. Ezekiel 2, 4, some wow, heavy duty. Powerful. intense. That's intense. And then he says, blessed by the Pruitts. Aww, that is so sweet. cool. Thanks for by his grace. We love you, man. Absurdian. I love this girl. She's very artsy, very, very into digital art has some incredible work that she does and she just wrote such a sweet time such a sweet thing she sent 40,000 stats to us wow. that's beautiful thank you so much and she said worthy title episode and true big boys don't cry oh. but this one does <laughs> yeah so, you do so thank you absurdity thank you so much for blessing us with that and just showing the value for for what we're doing i love this name this is one of my favorite names i love sushi Oh, wow. by the way, I do too. I love sushi. <laughs> and and they say this, your weekly episodes always encourage and uplift me and get Mondays off to the on the right foot. Aww. Thank you for your faithfulness and thank you sent 10,000 sats. Oh, Isn't that beautiful? Sweet. Thank you. I love sushi. I love your name. That's amazing and I do love sushi too. And uh, RGBTC just wrote 
boost with a ton of zeros, a <laughs> ton of O's, 100 sats. Thank you for that. In fact, several, actually, another one, and said, God bless you and Bridge Church. Aww, Did you mean that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sir Buys Grace, again, uh, just keeps getting better. Loved how biblical show 23 was. This is oh. going back. We're on show 25, by I the know. way. I didn't even say what no, episode we're on. And here we are. Adam Curry, man, dude, you are such a blessing. We're going back here to our dashboard. But such a blessing how you just continue to send your love and send your encouragement, and we are thankful. I'm going to pull up the Fountain app because I love the Fountain app. You can comment. They're called Boostograms. Mm-hmm. Not only do you show value, but you actually write a comment of encouragement. And we got several in here, and just want to share a couple of them. I won't go too deep with this, but it's just beautiful when people um, share with us. Adam Curry. 77,777 There's the seven numbers. I love that. Man, I did not upload. He sent me a great file for a striper boost, and I didn't get a chance to upload it because I've been so busy on the sabbatical. Well, you're getting a new... I know. I'm getting it. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm nerding out. So on, we're going to have a lot of... I'm getting a roadcaster. So we're going to have a lot of so pumped. sound effects. Yeah. Kinda. He's going to send me all kinds of stuff. I'm curious as to how you're going to Anyway, he those. wrote this striper jingle incoming. He sent it to me. My bad. So I have to say, to hell with the devil. Remember oh that gosh. song by Striper? Oh, my God. There's a whole album, To Hell okay, with the Devil. That was, what, 80s, 90s? <sighs> I'm thinking 90s. But okay. anyway... <laughs> Looking forward to our next bro date. Me too, Adam Curry. Dude, it's on. I'm, I, we've gone back to keto, so I'm feeling the needs for some serious beef. His daughter's here for a couple of weeks. So it's yeah, been a little while. and her boyfriend, they came over from Rotterdam uh, in the Netherlands and hanging out and get some sun in Texas and having a good time. So anyway, I love Adam Curry and so thankful. And again, there's these others. I already shared these. So much love. So you and Tina still walking the hills? Yeah, we're, we're going back tomorrow. I, no way. I had to take a break today because I've had some back issues, and uh, so, but I'm ready to go tomorrow. Guys are going to crank it out. I know it. So I know y'all have a great time catching up as well. So, hey, family, we love all of you guys. You are such a blessing to us. We love doing this. Yes, and we will be doing this all throughout our sabbatical. We don't consider this work. We consider this love. And so thank you for listening. Share with your friends. Let people know. Go on social media. Hey, check out Living Up in a Down World. These guys are nuts and Chevy's crazy. We're nuts? We kind of are. Okay. Hey, we love you guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.